All right, we're recording. Uh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. Where we take our group texts and bring them to real life conversations. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Emmys, a.k.a. We Got Grammys, a.k.a. Producers Produce. Hey, man, this is the smug dude. Love that first smug and the storyteller. You got any shout outs? <laughs> um, should I? Well, I don't know. Man. I'm just wondering. I usually ask you that question. You threw I know that's me, why I said it first. Yeah. You, you threw me off on that. Um, <laughs> should I? I was like thinking to myself, should I have any shout outs? No, I don't have any shout outs. Not this week. Not this All week. Right. Where can they find us? You can find us Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Podchaser. Unlimited text pod at gmail.com. Or unlimited text pod on Instagram, unlimited text pod on Twitter. So, was this really the question of the week from a listener, or was it? It was from, like a couple of weeks you? ago. I didn't look for the new ones. No, I'm good. So, like, I we're gonna go through what whatever. Cause, hey, do y'all miss us? We haven't been around <laughs> for a while. I know, I know. They they streets been waiting. Yeah, they've been waiting for a smug dude to come on they, here. They've been waiting for your response. They've it's been like, telling me I'm ducking. I really don't have a big response, but I, I still stand on what I said. But we're gonna get into that. Hey, get they into said that. they said you ain't even come back. Arby's, they dropped a diss track, and you ain't even had a response yet. Oh, I do have a diss track track for you. Um, <laughs> I told you I'm a super gremlin, man. <laughs> hey, look. So, uh, so now people are getting canceled over food takes. I got canceled by my family because I say crab legs are stupid. Um, all that work for no meat. What is your cancelable food take? That doesn't make sense to me. Cause he said crab legs are stupid. And then all that work for no meat. Wouldn't it be the opposite way? You don't eat the whole crab because it's a lot of work. Crab legs are easy. Yeah. Maybe that's what he meant. Is that what he meant? So I'm going to, I'm going to assume he meant that, that crab legs are good because it's easier to get the meat. Right. But like, let's just, all right. So let's talk about this. Do you, do you eat crabs? Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You love them? Yeah, I definitely do. I'm talking about whole crab. Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you enjoy uh, the process of eating crabs? Uh, I mean, the process of eating crabs is more of like a, it, it's more of the social environment around it. It's like crab eating is definitely good when it's like a bunch of people. You got a whole bunch of crabs. You got something to drink. It's a bunch of y'all doing it. But like just ordering like six crabs and sitting by myself, like, nah, that ain't, I ain't, that ain't really that. That ain't hot in the streets. Huh? Gotcha. You want to explain the uh, process of crab eating for those of us in the, in the world that uh, don't don't know what it's about? Man, it's a lot of work. You got to crack them junks. You got to take the legs off. You got to take off the the stuff you're not supposed to eat. And then you crack that thing open and you may or may not have a lot of meat in that junk. Yeah. So then you have to scrape through what's in the, on the inside of the crab. Yep. And then it also, like, depending upon if you like, there's this mustard. Yep. This, this goop. The yellow whatever, mustard. The yellow yep. mustard that comes inside the crab. Mm -hmm. um, they call it that, but it's not like 
what we know as being mustard, it just looks like mustard. And that's yeah, what call yeah. it. Um, it's really like I don't know. It's some some crab stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think about it, yeah, but yeah. And yeah, I, like, it, I don't eat is, that. I like, clean that off. Like that's definitely getting a a, a paper towel or a napkin to it. <laughs> you gotta have some. I mean, like I said, the key to. I mean, it's one of them things. Like I said, you you got your mind gotta be ready to eat crabs, y'all. Because like I said, it's gonna. It's gonna take you a while, and then, like I said, you might not get, you know, you 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 might still be hungry after you sat there for like forty five minutes. Huh? Yeah, I was about to say it takes about forty five minutes or so, and the crabs are super expensive. Right. I, I'm not gonna lie, no one should cancel anybody for for food at all, but like I'm straight up, this young uh, young person or whoever it was that said this, mm-hmm. um, I would agree if they said crab legs are easier. Because right. I ain't going to lie to you. I got to a point after a while where it's just like, look, man, I'm straight. Like, let me just yeah. get some crab legs. And and I can just break one of them in half and get a right. whole big chunk of meat. Because, like, the prize when you eating crab, <laughs> like, when you, when, when, you know, like, when you're doing a whole right. crab. Yeah, it's when you break one of those legs off, right? And that junk and you, come off, right? And you got yeah, that and the got this big there. chunk yes. of meat that comes from the inside of the crab. And it's sticking yeah. on the end of the crab leg, like that's 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 where it's at right there. That's that's the prize right there. And so if I can just get me a plate with a bunch of those crab legs on there with all that meat in it, that way, right. I, yeah, I would I would go for that. Well, I'm gonna tell you, for me, I'm not a really a big fan of lobster. Yeah? Well, you I think like that's my cancelable take, huh? The taste? I don't. It's just I don't know something about lobster. It just People always be sicing steak and lobster. Like I, lobster, it don't really size me. Huh? Like it's cool, but it's not like I don't know. People always be like, "Yo, if I could have one thing, it'd be steak and lobster." I'm like, it's all right. It ain't to me. It ain't great. People be sicing the junk. Like I, I'd rather like I'd rather you give me a like you said some good crab legs than a lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crab legs are dope. Like oh, you remember when I uh. Came to California that time. We had those big king crab legs. Do you remember that? Uh, what was that? When, when, when you, uh, I was in that wedding out there that time, and you came. Oh, oh, right, we, okay. We yeah, had yeah, yeah. we had like a, a, a cookout or whatever. And we had oh, those right, right, big, right. Oh, huge the, yeah, the, crab the house. Legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I much rather that than have. Like I said, people be slicing lobster. Yeah, I'm like it's, it's cool, man, but I I don't be slicing it. Lobsters aren't to die for. I think they taste pretty good, but like not yeah, something like I just about. gotta have it. I think yeah. because they're expensive and people think that they equate the expense the to expense. something tasting really good, but it, like yeah, caviar, nah. like I've, I, I, I don't that that I know of. Right. I've never eaten caviar before that yeah, I know I'm, of. I have. I mean, it's alright, but lobsters the junk that people be slicing. I just be now. Nah, I'm straight. So, so what's your cancelable? Mayonnaise. Yeah, I don't mess with mayonnaise either. Mayonnaise. Anything with mayonnaise or anybody that eats it, like, man, I'm about to get... Nah, I ain't even going to say it because I'm already on thin ice with the listeners, man. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Nah, I'm with you, though, yeah. It's it's something about the look of that junk that I don't really... I don't like that junk either, yeah. Yeah, no white creamy sauces for me unless it's it's sweet. Like... Like I'm telling you straight up, like if it even like I have a hard time. We talked about mustard earlier. 
Right. I have a hard time even eating mustard because it looked like it it can be uh mixed um or have a base of like mayonnaise or something like that. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I I don't eat like Thousand Island dressing. Uh one yeah. time one time like I was in a restaurant and uh I smelled it in mm-hmm. the food and I said I, I I sent the waitress back and I said can you ask the kitchen the chef you know, what did they cook this food with? What did they right. cook this? It was a crab cake, actually. And um, so I can't even enjoy crab cakes, but, I like, I got to get the lump crab because I really like crabs a lot, right? Right. And so she's like, no, they don't put mayonnaise in it, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I think they do because I can smell it. And she went back to the kitchen. She came back. She's like, you're right. Sure enough. They said they put mayonnaise in it. Like, I got a phobia of that. And so cancelable food take is 100%. Anything with mayonnaise in it. If you rocking with mayonnaise around me, I, you know we could be friends or whatnot. But like, I ain't touching your plate. Like, don't even like put yeah, your see, plate near mine. None of that. If something, because like some people put like put mayonnaise in their crab cakes. Like they put that's how they you know keep them together. They put mayonnaise, which is cool. But if it's anything like you said, like. Like I don't like like egg salad sandwiches and stuff like that. Anything that somebody make with like mayonnaise, yeah, I'm not really. Uh, I'm 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 with you on that one. Yeah. A young, a young. Oh man, I'm sad to say this, but a couple weeks ago, my mom. Uh, was like, hey, we've been waiting for the podcast. Um, haven't heard from y'all lately. Like, we set our <laughs> alerts. No podcast. Is everything okay? With Tommy. Because um, I see he's been working. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I was looking on Netflix and I seen some credits. And I was mm. like, I got to go, Mom. <laughs> Uh, Mama Mama Smug, I I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So this going to be a short and sweet A Young because, yeah, y'all know why already. (laughs) But, but yeah, the A Young goes to my mom for that, for (laughs) number one, telling me that we slipping on the pod, but then, like, giving you a compliment to to say that she saw your credits. And I was like, man... As far as I'm concerned, he ain't never worked a day in his life. Listen, man, you know you got. That's why you always gotta respect the moms, and they, they, they know what they're talking about, man. Hey, this jump like a prize fight. <laughs> you ready? You ready to walk in? Walk in on the stage? I mean, now that the 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 Rona is done, like we don't even talk about the coronavirus anymore. Listen, man, you know this this is the first time since we've done the pod. This has always been the been the been the Rona section, but streets, man, the streets been calling for it. Yeah? The streets, the streets been waiting. They said we don't want no 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 COVID this week. They said we want to get right back to the Doritos. Yeah? They they want to know what's up with the five Doritos. The hey. listeners want to know. What's up with the five Doritos? Man? All right. So like I said, I do not have a problem with them taking five Doritos out of the big bag. 
I've been not doing the big a, bag. It's not the big they bag. don't take it out of a little bag. No, no, no. It's the regular bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a sort of a case study. And as you know, <laughs> in our group chat, I've been sending little bags of Doritos. And 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 because my kids uh have those Doritos, the, the little variety pack from Frito Lay. Right. Because we're talking about for Frito Lay. Right. And so I'm I, again, I stand behind what I say. As a business owner, mm-hmm. as a business. I think it's brilliant what they did to take those five chips out of the bag. I really feel like that they surveyed. I really feel like they took into consideration who they were hurting by doing Mm -hmm. this. I feel like they took into consideration how they were potentially helping the company. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think the CEO was like, we're going to take five chips out of the bag so I can get a bigger bonus. I don't think that they did that. I think it was, let's see how we can gain some additional revenue into the company and then this is what we might need to do to do so. So um, so when they did that, did they did they give a raise to the to the employees in the company when they did that? Uh I, I don't think they did. Not from what oh, I can okay. tell, what I can read. But I don't think any company that's trying to bring additional revenue into their organization is thinking mm-hmm. about necessarily giving raises and passing all those profits on to their employees because if you own a company that mm-hmm. has some sort of a profit sharing situation, then yes, absolutely. Right. You share the profit with the company, right? With the organization, right? And then there's times though, where your company might do very well and then maybe you give a bonus, but you right. don't go into it to say, Hey, I'm gonna make more money so that I can give bonuses. Right. The mm-hmm. CEO might be thinking that it might be a part of their strategic plan and things like that. But you can't be, I'm and like I said last time, and this is regarding Doritos and this Frito-Lay situation. Right. Now, the other example you had, I, I couldn't get with that, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like we talked, like, so I think um, uh, making money as mm-hmm. a CEO, if it's dangerous right. to, to your organization, if it's dangerous to your employees, like we know a famous CEO that makes billions of dollars and is, what I think this company has made a trillion dollars mm-hmm. and, 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 and their employees are having a hard time getting a, 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 a fair wage. Right. Their employees are uh, at this point trying to get uh, proper and adequate health insurance and things like mm-hmm. that. Now that's a problem. Right. And I think that's dangerous, but in this particular situation from a company level, from a company level, trying to uh, uh, create more revenue, for your organization so that your organization can potentially be more sustainable because we don't know if another episode of COVID variant five is going to come around and shut things down. We don't know what's going to happen. Right. right? And I know you waiting to talk, but we don't. I'm just, I'm letting you talk. We we have no idea. The the listeners want to hear from you this week. That's cool. All right. I'm just laying in the cut. All right. We have, we have no idea what's going to happen. Right. And then, and, and, and then, like I can only speak like for me to in my business. And we kind of talked about this last time. If it's better to have reserves, if, you, if sure. you're, you're an organization, right. And it's right. better to have as much cash saved as you possibly can. So that when you run into a rainy day, you don't have to let your employees go. Right. You don't have to make drastic moves that will affect the business and exp- and affect everybody else's livelihood. I got to believe that like I said, that Frito-Lay and Doritos did all the research to determine, number one, who they would be hurting if they took the five Mm -hmm. chips out of the bag, 
right? The consumers. Not every consumer. Some consumers. How is it? Hold on, yeah. If you take, not if every you take, consumer. If you taking out more, if you taking out what I normally used to get, and you charging me more, how is that not hurting every consumer? It it doesn't necessarily. Well, it doesn't hurt every consumer. It doesn't hurt them per se. Because the way you're hurt versus what I'm saying and being a hurt might right. be might be two different things. So here we go. Based on the way I look at Doritos, mm-hmm. what kind of food item would you consider Dorito? I mean, I don't know. Snack food. All right. Is there another comparable snack food to Dorito? Not to them cool ranch Doritos. No, uh-uh. no, no, no. Let's not go there. Like, no, is there a cool is there a comparable snack food similar to Doritos? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's like some off-brand Dorito thing. Ah, there we go. So, for Doritos, mm-hmm. people have a choice whether they can buy Doritos or they can buy that off-brand Dorito like you're talking about. Right. Listeners, I don't care what y'all say. But <laughs> so now, so but now I got now I gotta drive now I gotta drive across town. You don't to get to get some fake Doritos. You don't. They got they have you, you took five Doritos away from me. Going to seven eleven, they got the off brands and then they got the regular ones. So when I look at Doritos, I'm thinking about like like honestly speaking, Doritos might not be for everyone. Right. Right. And so you look at it as like you got a choice to either if you can afford to buy the Doritos, even before they took the five chips out of the bag, even before right. the price increased or whatnot. The I didn't have Doritos growing up. Doritos was a luxury item. Like for real. <laughs> like seriously. That was that was just like, you know, that was like, you know, how uh, how you would get a movie on a pizza, but you would right. only get it like maybe on Fridays or maybe yeah, once on a the month. Weekend. Or yeah. the weekends, it wouldn't be like an everyday thing, mm-hmm. right? So, the way I looked at look at Doritos is like that's something where you got some some extra income and some extra money that you buy Doritos. It's not like an everyday type of situation. And so, you were talking about the little people that it's affecting. And yes, I you know I can see where it would affect some little people, right? right. According you know whatever you consider to be little people, like in regards right. to. Um, your 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 income and such, and your ability to spend, but like everybody has a, a specific choice on how they spend their money, um, and so on this Dorito situation, I, I I'm 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 tending to to lean on the side of the company situation, like on why they did it and why it was important to them to do it. Because me, you, and I talked about it. You said it was okay for Mama San to take an extra wing out of my out of my um my meal right but it's not okay for 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 dorito to take five chips out of my bag but i'm looking at it in 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 the percentage wise it's still the same percentages of what's coming out of my doritos and they still making the same profit margin percentage wise it's maybe not in the in the terms of volume and as much money but percentage wise it's still the same amount of volume so i shouldn't be upset with mama son because I, you know, I've been working all week to get a three dollar chicken meal, and yeah, and, they, and they took a wing and they took a wing out because but, I could have given said, that wing to somebody else in my family to eat, or I could have saved the wing for my <laughs> for my lunch the next day. So I can't be mad at Mama San because she a small business. 
Yeah, because what I because what I said was is mama's son, mama's son, and small businesses they don't have as much. Like I said, we don't we have not seen a write up of why Doritos decided to take out five chips and charge us more. And I feel like if there was a good reason for it, like a positive reason, they would have been like, yeah, the reason we did this was because of this. But they ain't said nothing. They did it so they can make extra to make more money because they. Like is there's times like so in the industry that you're in, if you're realizing that your business is running inefficiently, aren't you going to make changes to be more efficient? And if if it happens to be a side effect that you make more money, are you going to say, oh, I'm going to keep doing this stuff inefficiently and making less money? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is to me, again, you can make decisions. That's what I say. I can make decisions on the higher end of the the totem pole or I can make decisions on the lower end of the totem pole. Like I said, they always ask me to save money. Now, again, do I save money on the people that make the least amount of money and work the least? I don't. I never try to make the money off of them. You keep going to that, but that's not the same thing, man. That but is not it's, the same it's thing. Ma- it's making a decision in terms of all I'm saying is there's a difference between whether all right, another example. I don't I think this. I don't think. Oh no! Um, before you get into that example, cause I, uh, yeah. I'm going on office right now. Okay, uh, well, I got another example of, hold, of a CEO doing it right. So hold, let, hold let's on. go. An- 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 another thing. So so you you can't you can't compare that. Like because like I said, I don't think, and maybe I'm wrong because there hasn't right. been a write up. Right. But just me being a business owner thinking about like the way people are maneuvering and you got to also think like this, this, this $40 million or whatever it is that we're talking about. Right. 40, $40 billion profit. And no, 20, not billion. That was their profit was the M, last time. M 40 million. All right. Well, hold on. You so, keep talking while I look this up. So get this. I don't think they, they, they went into it saying we're going to hurt somebody to make more money. This is the reason why we're going to make money. This is the reason why we need to make money. This is an opportunity for us to make money. Um, and so I don't think they went into it, uh, into it like that. And you got to think, like I was talking about their, their expenses. It might like, I don't know. This is a, a, like, think about how much $20 was worth, you know, back in the 1900s versus what it is now, what the equivalent is. Right. So when you compare what we talked about, Mama San's business versus a Frito-Lay or something like that, percentage wise, their expenses might be the same, like a hundred thousand dollar expense to Mama San, right, is is definitely not the same expense as it might be to a company like that. So when you're looking at percentages and such, I just think like things like that um, are excusable. Um, But when we talked about uh, last week, when the CEO takes the money and does harm and doesn't mm-hmm. and or not even the CEO, but the company or the organization and doesn't reinvest it back into their companies and their businesses. Just real a quick. problem. Yeah. The company that makes Doritos made forty two billion dollar profit last year. I mean, we're going to talk about your man, Elon Musk, too, as well in a bit. But right. but we we haven't looked at. If their employees are happy working there, how many people they employ, like how they're reinvesting this money, what are their plans to use the money for? Like, are they going to uh, uh, increase their operations and things like that to create more jobs for people, things of that nature? Are they going to invest in a fund or anything like that? And so your next example, I'm going M&M on you because I already know what you're going to say. Um, 
Uh, so I got my I got my rhyme ready. This Bird, uh, this Birdman bird hand rub this, on this one. This Arizona ice tea thing. Birdman hand rub this, on this one. This Arizona ice tea thing is great. Mm-hmm. So your mm-hmm. man said. So the CEO of Arizona ice uh, ice tea. Mm-hmm. Everybody know what the, what the zona great, is. Great CEO right here, my man. And right here, my man got all different types of flavors and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he says he's not going to raise the prices above ninety nine cents, right? For thirty years, ninety nine cents for thirty Nin- years. Ninety nine cents, even though the cost of aluminum and you know the the and what you had to do to make um the uh the the iced tea the cans to put mm-hmm. them in have increased. He says he's not going to increase it. Have you looked up their 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 profit? At all? Do you know what their profit is? How much did they make last year? How much have they made on the last thirty years from people I, I, like me and I, you going into these carryouts? I know he's, I know he's worth four billion dollars. Okay, that's a lot of money. He's right. worth four billion dollars. Right. All right. And so, think about this: Who is Arizona's major clientele? Who have they built their business off the backs of? Who? People that go into Seven Eleven at two o'clock in the morning. And usually, who are the people that go to Seven <laughs> Eleven at two o'clock in the morning? I mean, that's all over the country. People drink Arizona. That's Arizona iced tea. Isn't a isn't a isn't a, everybody drinks? Well, used to drink Arizona used iced to. tea. Ninety nine cent, right? In any case, I'm trying to think, and no disrespect to anybody that drinks Arizona iced tea, right? But for ninety nine cents mm-hmm. over the last thirty years, how healthy can it be? Because oh, yeah, when, I mean it's not it's not it's not healthy at all. Exactly. So, so that would be a, a a whole PR situation that's that would be bad if he raised the price of Arizona iced tea. Why not keep it the same to keep people drinking it? Because you already know it's not good for you anyway. So like he gonna make his money regardless. And like, yeah, but he, but, is that but even a good it. is that even a good thing for people? Not to raise the price, okay? So, well, like, I'm not, I'm not talking about whether the, I'm not talking about the health of Doritos or the health of Arizona iced tea. But we're talking what about saying, what you're what doing good is, for people, though. So, like, what, what why I'm isn't why is, isn't being healthy good? Why isn't that matter? Why even with that matter? the increase in cost of aluminum, he said he will not put the increase on the consumer because you know why? Because he's worth four billion dollars. So if that's he's not only why. worth. I if promise he's only you worth if he's only worth four billion and one dollar, he's like, you know what? I can I can just be worth four billion, but I'm not going I'm not going to raise the price. He's like he's like we've been. I read the article. They say you know they've been hurt by COVID. They've been hurt by the cost of aluminum. But he just said like he said our customers are accustomed to paying ninety nine cent, and because of what's going on in the country with inflation and everything. I'm not going to raise the price of my Arizona tea. Because he has a 99 cent product. So the Doritos was whatever they were. They raised them 30 cents to a dollar. Doritos have never been cheap. Like, not ever. I just told you. A bag bag of Doritos. I'm talking about like one of them them medium sized bag of Doritos. When you was growing up, you ate Doritos on a regular? Like, be honest. Them bags was was 99. Them big bags of, not beat them, them medium bags of Doritos. You get a 99 cent Dorito and a 99 cent Arizona tea. Could you afford to buy Doritos on a regular like on a regular basis like a all the time a bag of Doritos yeah I just yeah alright but if they had taken five chips out of the bag would you still have paid 99 cents to buy that bag of yeah, Doritos yeah I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't have noticed that's what I'm saying the point that's of my it, point but the point of it is is they're taking out just enough so you don't notice that's the point they did it so you don't notice it, and they do it and they do it and that's what I said whether it's Doritos or I it's any that, product though 
I eat that healthy popcorn. Like I said, I be noticing. I'm like, yo, open that bag. That bag big as hell. And you open that bag and you look in the bag. It's a little corner of popcorn in that bag. But that's every product. Am I supposed I to? Am I supposed to pay to make less? No. What I'm what I'm saying is is this dude is saying he made the choice of not putting it on whether whether it's healthy or not. He made the choice of whatever he's having to do to adjust his business. He's not putting it on the back of the consumer. Good for him, but I think that okay. is that is his his tactic, and that's his narrative that he's saying. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is he's been putting it on the backs of consumers for thirty years. At ninety nine cent, he's like, "Yo, I'm not changing that price." He's that's been my price putting. Point. I know exactly because he knows they're gonna continue to buy it, and they're probably gonna buy more of it because he said that. So, so you're saying. So if you so here's the thing it's not like it's not like ninety nine cent means is is you only gonna pin a dollar because it's gonna be tax on it right tax yeah so what I'm saying is if he moved that junk to a dollar five or he moved it to a dollar nine if he moved it to a dollar nine you saying people would not buy it now no it doesn't matter no it does it wouldn't it make sense matter. for him you, to you take still, it to a dollar nine break. it wouldn't no, make sense well, for him to take that that's ten more that. that's ten more cents for him to make every can yeah but that that right there to me is petty like that's when you get into being really petty. <laughs> no, but, but he's saying he he's, he could do that because he's saying aluminum costs him it costs him more now to make the can. So if he said if he came out and that's what I'm saying if he came out and said and if Doritos do said that but if he came out and said look man I've been 99 cent right now because of inflation what's going on aluminum's costing me more money I'm gonna be a dollar nine okay cool like I can look and see hey aluminum's gone up I'm but what if he took what like, if he what if he took some thing. ounces out of the uh, can. He took some ounces out of the can of liquid. Then that's then that's then and, that. and then raised so the I'm price saying, by nine cents. Um, right. How would you Ten have felt? Cent. Ten cents. How would you have felt? If you raise the price and lower the product, I'm always gonna be pissed. I'm always gonna be mad. Yeah, if you raise the price and give me less, I'm never gonna be happy with but that. But what if I explain why I'm doing it? Yeah, like I said, he said aluminum's gone up. Cool, I understand. I mean, I bet I you Arizona tea goes up. How much you want to bet that they they raise the price on that joint? They're gonna come I mean, out with some new tea, and they're gonna raise the price on it, and they're gonna make you forget about the ninety nine cent drink. Well, I don't know. Like I said, he he may eventually, but right now he's saying I'm not raising the prices, and he said because everybody's going through inflation now, I'm not gonna raise the prices on my ninety nine cent Arizona tea. All right, well, Again, to I, me, that's, that's the CEO making a decision. That's a man that's worth $4 billion. Like I said, it's not like, I'm not saying he's, you know, he's living check to check, but that's a man who has a $4 billion. He's worth $4 billion saying, I don't have to, I don't have to put it on the back of the consumer. With one product. $4 billion. With one product that costs 99 right. cents. But he's got, and, he's got 30 products. He's got that, the great 99 cents. He's exactly. got the cherry 99 cents. He's exactly. got all kinds of 99 cents. All kinds cents. of 99 cents scissors yeah. that, that, that people are drinking. Mm-hmm. And he's got a, probably a much smaller payroll, a much smaller company, a much smaller overhead than a Frito-Lay who's been okay. in business longer than 30 years. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and percentage-wise... If you look at their budgets, they probably making about the same, like in regards to their profit margins. Right. And so, like, I get it. And I think it's a good PR strategy for him. And I think they spun it the right way. But like, I just I'm, I'm honestly 
I'm not mad at Frito Lay for taking the five chips out of the bag. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not, and I can't see why, especially when they did the research on it. They, it's a man. They got so much okay, data. See, that's what I'm saying. They got giving, so much data, man, that they know that they're them, not hurting. You anybody. giving them, you giving them credit. You giving them credit for saying it was some strategic decision that they made. They did research. I don't think uh, my thought is. They didn't do any research. They definitely they said, did the research. They had to do the research to pick no, five no, chips. What they, what they yeah, okay, uh, what's what they researched? If we take out five, it might not be noticeable. If we but, take out, but we don't know that. Chips, I guarantee no, they, this, they this, asked, this is the research I think they did. This they, is the research I, I did. guarantee they if asked who they were chips, affecting by this. Guarantee. If I, out five, if I take out five chips, they ain't gonna notice it. If I take out ten chips. People noticed that we took out exactly. 10 chips. So now, how much? How so many they, more so people are we gonna have to put on this marketing effort to explain to people what, why what we took ten chips was, out versus five chips? Absolutely. This is what I think they did. So let, let's say every bag has twenty chips, right? So yep. every bag has twenty chips. Yeah. So now every bag has fifteen chips. Yeah. So for the same price that they charge to make two bags of chips, they now can make three and a half bags of nah, chips. Nah, no. And mm-hmm. now they're making more on those three and a half bags of chips because they raised the price. So that's what I think the research was. They are I, now making- I think it was all every, of the above. For every two bags of chips they were selling, they're now selling three and a half bags of chips and they're making more per bag of chips. That was the research. I think that was a part of the research. And I think that was- That was, a, <laughs> that I, was all I the think research. that was a big part of the research, not all of it though. So anyway- uh, y'all come for me if you want some. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm ready for this. What I don't, what I don't agree with, is companies and CEOs that are irresponsible and not doing the right things for their employees, not doing the right things for the world. You know, because like at some point, um, your your wealth becomes dangerous. Um, it yeah, really, I don't, it I don't, really I don't does. want, I, and I don't want it. Doritos. To, I don't want Doritos to risk shutting down, like you said, because Doritos employees probably hundreds of thousands of people all across the country and the world. The world. So I don't want Doritos to risk shutting down. But what I'm saying is they made a $42 billion profit last year. They're not at risk of shutting down. This wasn't you don't know that. Cutting. You do not know that. Like, look this at all not, these companies. This was not a cost-cutting. Hey, bro, look what happened during the pandemic to a lot of these companies. And, yeah, right. like, you, you historically can see some of these companies that might seem too big to fail. Some mm-hmm. of them have failed. Some of them have really failed and been in bad situations. And then the quality of the, of the product start to degradate and not be as good. Like, I don't know. Now. That's Doritos. But let's talk about real quick before we get into it. Because we can talk about this all night if you want to. <laughs> we already 30 minutes into this. But, like, that, like one thing that I, I agree on and I think you might agree too is mm-hmm. my man Elon Musk. Right. I could have think thought of a, a lot of different ways to take $45 billion and spend it. Right. Right. And so he talking about, it it was a gangster move though, like for him, Mm -hmm. like to buy it. And so he can have this so-called freedom of speech or whatever you want to call it. I have my own thoughts about that too as well. But like, I could think of a lot of ways that I could have taken $45 million. I I I apologize, 45 billion, right? Mm -hmm. That he spent for Twitter um, to do something else with it. Couldn't you? Well, they said, and I don't know, because I know people have always messed up the math on these things, but they said he could have given everybody in America a million dollars. And I haven't done the math on that, but I saw a couple of people that wrote that up. Nah, that, that he could have given. Them, them, them memes yeah, that, that's, that's know, one of them things, but I'm just saying. But, but if you think about it, 
and we're going to talk about this later, but other things is like, again, I just, I feel like that's the CEO of a dude. that's like, like that's, that's a, that's a play for him. I mean, he's, he got to think he can, he can make the money back. Obviously he ain't just trying to throw the money away, but I feel like we're, we're down a path of, you know, like Zuckerberg controls Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. Elon Musk owns Twitter, potentially will own Twitter. So it's a lot of like ways of communication that are now being controlled by a very small portion of rich people. Yeah, and their narrative is to drive more money into their own pockets. To, and that's to very change, dangerous to, to me. Exactly. So that's it's very dangerous to me. Right. And that's my point. So we're not talking about products now at this point. We're right. we're not talking about how people are helping other people. Right. Like it becomes dangerous when they take their power and abuse it for their, their biggest personal gain. Right. And for them, it's their biggest that, personal gain. And and the truth of the matter is Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And and WhatsApp, those have become those are now CNN now. Like those are now news outlets. Yeah. Well, anyway, y'all come for me if you want some. I got some more <laughs> stuff. Um just, yeah, they they just they just you know the the listeners, man, they just, they just want they want to give you a chance to respond. Well, man. I'm back and I we'll have the same argument every day, every <laughs> week about it, especially on the Frito Lay thing. Like I talked to some people do, about it. Do, that, do y'all name this episode Five Doritos too? Was that last episode and, and, was Five, and they five said, Doritos? And yeah. they, they flat out told me that is brilliant idea. Yeah, That's what they yeah. said. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, you probably talked to Elon Musk. I'm sure he No, was I was not talking to Elon Musk. Yeah, you know, I was talking to I'm someone. Sure, I'm sure Zuckerberg. Yeah, I was talking agreed. to someone who ate generic snack foods all their life. <laughs> Hey, you can have the rest of the show. Nah, man. So Kim Kardashian. Something huh? else, yeah. Kim Kardashian. A couple of weeks ago, was did it. It's a little outdated because we couple weeks behind, but a couple we weeks back, ago, though. Kim We're Kardashian. Back. Yeah, Kim Kardashian uh, was on a, doing something, and she said the problem in America is that people are willing. Now, as people are willing to aren't willing to work hard, she said, "You would think the pandemic would change that." Uh, so yeah, she kind of got barbecued for that jump, right? And then she kind of came out and said that what she was saying is that a lot of people who try to do stuff like she does in social media think it's easy. So she kind of tried to like you know, kind of weave her way out of out of what she said. She did. She know, was a smug dude. She didn't stand behind what she said. Nah, like nah, because she knew what she said was wrong. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people going after, like including like Trevor Noah, because he was saying, you know, he was talking about he's rich now, but he's saying he never worked as hard as his grandmother did because his grandmother was a, I think she worked at, uh, she worked at, like as a maid. And he was saying, you know, seeing her come home from work every day, he's like, I, I never came home looking exhausted as she does. And he's like, I wait. He, he made it more of a joke. And he's like, and I make a hundred thousand times more than your broke ass granny. Like, you know, so he kind of like tried to tell a little joke out of it. His book I mean, is amazing too, by the way. Shout out to Trevor Noah. I give him uh, definitely a shot. He's one of, one, uh, 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 I, I overlook him too. Cause I got asked a question about somebody the other day and I probably should have mentioned his name. I like Trevor Noah. Yeah, Trevor's Trevor's cool, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, it's weird because during the pandemic, you know, we were all, well, not all, but a lot of people were praising nurses and praising, you know, the people that worked at the grocery store. We were talking about those people, you know, who were, you know, we, we had the ability to work from home. A lot of people didn't have the ability to work from home. Not saying I, I wasn't working hard, but it's, it's different when you got to go somewhere and you had to wear a mask and you were kind of risking your life every day you were going to work potentially. And so it's just really weird that even after that pandemic that Kim Kardashian was, I mean, listen, it's always going to be people that don't want to work in every generation. There's always been people that don't want to work, but I've, and I think it is different in social media. I think people do feel like they can, they can get rich without actually doing anything. Like, I think that's kind of the mentality, but I don't really think anybody who's successful in any way doesn't work hard. There's a lot of people that aren't successful. A lot of people work three or four jobs that aren't rich, but they still work hard. Like hard work doesn't guarantee millionaire, millionaire status. And I feel like that's what she was trying to imply. It's like, well, if you're not rich like me, that means you're not working hard. But it's a lot of people, because, you know, we talk about all the time, it's a lot of times opportunity. And 65% of all wealth in America is inherited. So, like, Kim, like, you know, she came from, you know, the Kardashians. So, you know, she had some some inside connections. Not to say, I ain't going to say Kim ain't work hard, ain't do what she did. She worked real hard. Well, she didn't really work hard on that sex tape, but... You know, she had to do some stuff to get to where she's at. But a lot of it was because she was already in a position to accomplish a lot of those goals. Build relationships before you need them. Right. Yeah. So she was. But a lot of but that some of that stuff is like you said, like some of the stuff is like it was it, she was born into those relationships. She was born into the fact that, you know, Kardashian, she was born into the fact that she was around Paris Hilton. She was around these people. So I, I just I just don't like when, when people say people that are that aren't like super rich don't work hard. I, I just I just have never liked that mentality. Yeah, well, even the hardest of the hardest workers right. don't end up being successful. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, Trevor Noah's grandmother worked her butt off, you know, every day, all day to make a living, which was probably below the wages that she should have made or could have made somewhere else, right? But she wasn't successful because she didn't work hard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not the case. She 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 wasn't successful because she didn't have the opportunities that everybody else had. Right. And even with Trevor, like he said, he's rich now. He was afforded some opportunities that gave him the break to be able to make the money that he made. Right. I think one of the components, though, one of the traits and characteristics of being successful from any successful person that I know is hard work for sure but that ain't the only thing right you know like we like we talk about you know i say every week build relationships i know me personally i never done anything substantial without a relationship yep you know what i'm saying like never nothing not not anything and so uh yeah that move that she she made and said like that was stupid like that that was that was really dumb i think during the pandemic a lot of people got burned out I think right. during the pandemic, a lot of people realized um, what was important to them in life, mm-hmm. right? I, I do also think during the pandemic with the uh, the stimulus package and the checks and stuff like that that came through, <laughs> some, some people got comfortable. Yeah, no. Nah. You know, some people got really comfortable. And so you going through the, the mental health 
and the emotional distress in some of those situations. But, you know, you're still getting a check. It's hard to kickstart and get, re, you know, reinvigorated to go back out in, in this job that appeared to be a dead-end job when, think about it, the government was giving you more money right. on a weekly basis than you would be making by busting your butt and working hard every day. And so, like, it's understandable. I mean, I think, I think, like I said, during the pandemic, we, you know, we were all on TV. People's all on TV praising, praising those people. You know, talking about those people were working hard. And again, like I said, I mean, I remember at basketball camp, I used to go to this basketball camp, and the coach's favorite saying was, "The harder you work, the luckier you get." And I do believe that. That, like you said, like in order to get to the ultimate goal, you have to be work, do a lot of hard work. But a lot of it is, like you said, relationships, timing, and luck. Yeah. Like you can work as hard as you want and you can miss an opportunity. Not only anything that was your fault, but just the time it wasn't right, like the relationship that you needed. I mean, I know, speaking about my industry, like it's so many people. I think at one point they said like 1,800 people come to Hollywood every day. It used to be, I don't know if that's post COVID 800 people used to arrive in Hollywood every day. Wanted to be like an actor sing, wanted to be famous. Basically wanted to, get, wanted to make it in Hollywood. That's a lot of people every day who, you know, make the sacrifice of moving across country or whatever, you know, having the dream. And I got a lot of friends who, you know, came out here and grinded and whatever. And just at some point they just kind of moved on because they had been working hard, but it wasn't, they didn't catch that break. And you think about certain industries, like something like an actor or actress, you go audition for a movie, you done done everything right. And then they pick somebody, somebody had to pick Halle Berry the first time to be in a movie, right? Yeah. There was a lot of women who also auditioned for that role. And you know, the crazy thing is, as I read this the other day, is that like in that situation with Halle Berry, mm-hmm. even though she's, you know, she's a, she's a, uh, a very pretty lady. Right. She may not have been the prettiest lady there at the shoot. Right. And she may not have been the most well-spoken lady, you know, or the best communicator at the shoot. Right. But she fit that specific role. Mm-hmm. So that's why she got chosen. She fit the, you know, when they checked off all the boxes or whatever it was, she fit the role. But there could have been somebody else that was there that was more talented than her mm-hmm. or even like, you know, more attractive or whatever it is that they're looking for. And so, like you said, they all worked hard. Right. Um, but she there was some opportunity there for her. But now I don't um I don't believe that 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 people are lazy or anything like that, or they got lazy. I do think in some situations, some people did like, you know, they, they got an extended vacation mm-hmm. where they are chilling, like that, you know, they could have and should have gone back to work. Right. Right. But there's other factors around that. But I do I think I know personally, I worked harder than I've ever worked. Right. Over these past couple of years. I mean, we talk, yeah, about, nah, talk yeah. about this all the time. Right. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I've worked hard. Like, I don't remember working this hard before. Like, I, I've, and I've, I've always gone at it pretty hard, but right. I, I, I don't, I, I, there was a time, you know, like I, I, you know, I tell the story about how I forgot I couldn't really breathe. Like right before I went through my little health, ex, you know, uh, right. awakening and whatnot. Like there was a time where my breathing wasn't that great, but I was working my butt off every day. And I honestly was forgetting about it. Right. Like I just like, I'm exhausted. I'm going to sleep. I hope I wake up in the morning. That that kind of thing. Well, um, I told you, I feel like 
working from home has definitely it there 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 was some there was some downtime in the commute, right? Like there was some expected, like yo, if you gotta be you supposed to be working nine, they kind of give you a pass between like eight nine. Yeah, and you got you get off work at six. It's kind of expected, you know, six to seven, six to eight. You know, you commute home, but now ain't no commute. So now I feel like <laughs> you on the clock all the time. And like technology the, 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 showed up too. People can get exactly to yeah. So it's like. I mean, I, I agree with her in some aspect that there are a lot of people, a lot more people now are trying to figure out like, how can I, how can I catch a lick on Instagram? How can I stop my way to millions or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like just somebody just trying to do something, but it's it's different. I agree with her on the social media aspect, but I think most people still be working hard in general. <laughs> So what's this I hear about this podcast uh, with Shannon Crowder? Yeah, the Pivot Podcast. Shannon Crowder. Who on that jump? Shannon Crowder, Ryan Clark, and uh, damn, I forgot the other dude running back for Jacksonville. But anyway, a couple weeks ago, uh, they were talking about Russell Wilson because he went to uh, left Seattle, went to Denver. And basically, Shannon Crowder said that uh, Sierra's only with uh, Russell Wilson because of his money. Because he said that uh, Russell Wilson is a square. It's okay. And? and he said, no way she goes from future 50 cent to a square like Russell Wilson. Man. So, you know, this dude was getting killed, basically. But, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really understand, like... To me, he explained what it was. Like, yeah, she messed with 50 and and future when she was like in her 20s. And now she don't want to deal with <laughs> she don't want to deal with ignorance no more. Yeah. Yeah, like the ultimate- I don't understand why this was like a big that he thought he was doing some like shocking revelation. Well, he was hating. Yeah. Yeah, he was hating. Like, cause they look so amazing to the public. Right. I mean, like, honestly, like, I even be thinking sometimes, like, man, I wonder if their life is that great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they look right. they look amazing, Um, at least online from what I can see. Right. And so I often wonder, like, how they got hooked up to myself. But I don't really care. Like, I'm just like, great. Congratulations for Russ. Right. Great congratulations for Sierra, but really more congratulations to Russ, for real, <laughs> to, 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 to be honest with you. And then they got a, a pretty cool little family and stuff like that. And like, uh, if if I'm thinking if I was Sierra, would I really want to be in the limelight the way that maybe 50 and Future would put her in the limelight? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, would I want to live that life? Like... I don't know. I, I don't think it really matters. What difference does it make if he's a square? She likes him. She married him. They got kids. What, who cares? What, is it, what does it mean to be a square? I'm a square. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like, you know, it's like him trying to be like, I mean, all right, let's be honest. Like, Russell Wilson 
like I said, man, it, it, to me, it's just a dude that's looking at something and being like, how can you go from 50 cent? But it's like, I mean, people, as you grow up, man, as you grow older, man, it's like your priorities change. Like, yeah, it was probably, like I said, it was probably cool when she was in her late teens and her 20s to run around and be out in the streets with 50 and future. But now she, she in her 30s, you know, she, she want a family now, man. Like, she ain't trying to live that life no more. She had fun with that jump, but that don't mean that that just that was a moment in time in her life, you know? Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. I have a twelve year old daughter. Right. And the day she come home with a Russell Wilson. <laughs> you gonna be happy as hell. I'm gonna be alright with that. She come home yeah. with a future. <laughs> like I'm cool with future. I like future. I listen to his music and everything, but I'm thinking to myself, like, man, bro, like, come on, like what do you see in this guy? Like, you know, right. like how are you gonna treat my daughter? Like, you know what I mean? Like Right. That's what I'm thinking. And so I, I guess as far as I can tell publicly, Russell Wilson is put together pretty well. Right. And so like for me as a dad, like I would be OK, like really with my daughter marrying a square, and marrying somebody like that. Like and outside of being a hater, I can't even say see why another somebody else would say that like that. And it even matters. Like who cares? Um, at the end of the day, I don't even know if there's really any truth in that. Well, I think I think it's because in his mind, he feel like he's and he probably lying to himself, but he probably feel like he's closer to a fifty or a, a future than he is to being a Russ. Because you know, everybody look at Russ and they think like, you know, we've seen pictures of his him with his first wife and. You know, you see her and you'd be like, how did he go from her to Sierra? But again, it might be the same thing, man. Like that was his fresh out of fresh out of college jump. And I like that was at a different point in his life. And Rustin leveled up now, man. And like, she on cheated on him, level. though. His ex-wife cheated on him with a teammate. For real? You didn't know that? Ugh, That's God. how they got divorced. Ugh. Yeah, Damn. and and they said they settled. They settled. Um, so they got divorced because she cheated. I know she's somewhere sad as. And a I mug, think man. I think she only got like I think she got like four million or something like that to walk away. And he just signed for like two twenty. <laughs> I know she's somewhere. <laughs> yeah. She's somewhere holding up a picture of Russia, sad as a mug, yeah. boy. And, and 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 cheated on him with a dude like the dude that's talking about fifty. Yeah, she, 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 she cheated on him with a future. No, with the dude, uh, what's his name, Crowder. That's what I'm saying. She treated on the future type dude. Yeah, probably, future yeah. type of dude. Yeah, she he had to like, be if it's his teammate. Yeah, damn, man, I ain't. But I that. like, I like future though, so I'm not gonna, uh, uh, you know, fifty whatever, fifty get what he get because fifty right. likes to dish it. But I'm, I'm alright with future. Um, I'm alright with future. But Russell Wilson, I'm telling you, if my daughter brings Russell Wilson home, a guy like that. I'm going to be okay with it. I'm going to wonder what their intentions are with my daughter, obviously. But, like, I'm going to feel more relief. <laughs> like, not, like I'm not, a rust, not a rust dude, though. Yeah, a rust dude, man. He's just trying to, you know, he want to go to the library with her and stuff. Man. Hey, man, whatever. Like, take her, take her, take her. So, so that's funny. Carlton. Yeah. Uh, Carlton, though, Fred, let's get into that. Yeah, well, dudes have always. I mean, listen, like let's let's be honest, huh? I made fun of you know we made fun of the dudes <laughs> that we thought was was Carlton like, you know, like we made fun of those dudes. But again, that's when you was younger. Like now, like 
them dudes all cool with me now. And I ain't got beef for none of them. I ain't got beef for Russ. I ain't got beef for Carlson. I ain't got beef with none of them dudes now, man. I always say I'd rather you just be true to who you are. Be true to who you are. Yeah. Like if you if you grew up Carlton, yeah, then be Carlson. Like that's it ain't not to say, and I think that's one of the things that we, especially as black people, we've always kind of, you know, done the thing of, um, man, you ain't you ain't grew up like we did. It's like we gotta stop celebrating like that. We gotta celebrate the dudes that grew up like Carlton more. Cause that's that's aspirational. That's what we should be trying to grow up like. Huh? Is being your true self, right? Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm not. I'm not mad at the Carlton's either. I'll hang out with Carlton. Yeah, Carlton, cool. But that's what I'm saying. As long as as long as Carlton is being who he is, yeah. Like the episode he dressed up and tried to go down to Compton and stuff. That jump, <laughs> you know, that jump was a little bit of a blower, yeah. But listen, if Carlton is Carlton, yeah, you you know who he is. He coming at you. That's who he is. He ain't pretending to be nobody else, yeah. Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Yeah. Yeah. No check for Nick. How'd I do tonight, Nick? By the way, on uh, (laughs) Doritos. Oh man! So this week, Wellington Park goes to a football legend and currently running to be a Republican senator in the state of Georgia, Herschel Walker. Now, if you've seen Herschel Walker in any interview, the first thing you think is, "Damn, they ain't got no job requirements to run for Senate. Like you ain't got to know nothing." Because Herschel don't know nothing. But so part of his campaign is Herschel Walker said he graduated in the top 1% of his class in college. (laughs) He didn't even graduate from college. (laughs) He said he was the high school valedictorian. School didn't even have valedictorians. He claims to own the largest upholstery company in the U.S. That company doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, this page two of Herschel's Wellington Park. Mm. Herschel Walker's been claiming he owns a business with 280 women in South Carolina. Unearthed records reveal it doesn't even exist. He has repeatedly bragged about starting his non-existent business calling the largest company of its kind in the U.S. So, yeah, man, uh, Herschel running the campaign basically on uh, a whole bunch of lies, you know? And not to say politicians don't lie, but it's like the thing I never understand is if you're going to lie about something as simple as you graduate in the top 1% of your class in college and you ain't even graduate for real. And you're going to lie about you as a class valedictorian and you weren't the high school valedictorian. Like if you're going to lie about stuff like that, like I just like what, what can we ever believe about that? You will say huh? like things that are easily proven wrong. Stuff like that, man. Like, I can't believe anything you're going to say there. And the thing is, it's like, again, man, I ain't trying to criticize a dude for being an idiot. But every time I've seen a dude speak, he looks like an idiot. And I don't understand why we prop up idiots to run for, to run for office now. Yeah. Like, the U.S. Senate is one of 100 jobs. That's 100 positions in the, in the, in the country. U.S. Senate. Like I just feel like we got to get back to a standard of 
competence, intelligence, you know, like it used to be like, yeah, man, like I went, I'm not to say you have to go to Harvard or Yale, but you know, like I, I went to Harvard or Yale and I went to law school and I've been studying this for years. It's like, or George Mason Her- university. Herschel just woke up one day and was, I'm gonna run for us. And the biggest ones in part, he running for state Senate in Georgia. He don't even live in Georgia. He live in Texas. He missed the debate three weeks ago because he couldn't get a flight from his home in Texas to the debate in Georgia. Yeah, I saw that. The dude don't even live in the state. Yeah. So, his so, whole campaign is a Wellington. Yeah. Hey, he's the epitome of a Weller. Oh, no, exactly. A, a Weller will usually well to you to make themselves seem like they're bigger than what they really are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like flat out kind of like, not kind of, but exaggerate. Right. Create this hyperbole or even lie, flat out lie. Right. To make it seem like that there's something that they really not. And in this situation, like we've been talking about well, and which is, is, you know, pretty much catching people in lies. Mm hmm. But he's he did the, he got the full Wellington part, like he, well, every piece of the well he got. And it's like the thing about him and the thing about politics, since your man you know became president is now it's like if you lie, now if you just got to you just got to keep lying, like one lying enough you just got to tell like a thousand lies, so it's like you can't even get caught because it's just so many lies. Like he just lied, this dude just. He made up a company and yeah, he doesn't even own. Yeah. That's funny. Just made, just made up a company and he said, yeah, I, I employ a lot of women. The company don't even exist, yeah. They said they scrubbed his, uh, I was reading this article about it too and they said he, they scrubbed his collegiate achievements <laughs> <laughs> from, you know, from all of his campaign media and stuff. So they yeah, probably went back and tried to find all these lies that they yeah, let him tell. Yeah, because it was it was all easily provable. That's what they were saying. People was like, because he left college early to go to the pros, and they said he never went back. It was like, yo, like people knew you left school early yeah, to go to the pros. Like it's not like his name is like Herschel Stevenson, yeah. Like people know who Herschel Walker is, yeah. Like this stuff was easily figured out, yeah, but. It don't matter, man. If you like you said, you're just a weller. You're just a weller, man. So Herschel Walker running for and the sad thing is, man, I just saw a poll where he's up three points, yeah. Wow. And you're, you're we'll talk about this another time. But well, actually I think we promised we wouldn't even mention her name running for uh for president. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get up out of here, man. I think we had a good show. I'm yeah, anxious yeah, to hear what the a sh- couple of weeks off. That was a good show. Yeah, I'm anxious to hear what the streets gonna say about this whole <laughs> Frito Lay conversation and all of that. We can run it back next week if you want. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just I'm gonna try to get my man from uh send, send an email to get my man from uh, the CEO of uh, Arizona Ice Tasty. We can get him on the pod. Yeah. That'd be cool. And ask him why he's selling scissor for a ninety nine cent. <laughs> so let's go. Let's get up out of here. Be a problem solver, not a problem finder. Problem solver, not a problem finder. If you can't take care of your family in life, take care of them in death. Get you some life insurance. Amen. Build relationships. Build relationships before you need them. DNA. Now, why you do what you do, who you would let down if you fail, have a plan. Pull up the motor cash. I got a show today. That's all I'm trying to do. Fuck 
Pull them all the way. 